Opera, A Good Omen's Multivoice Podfic, written by Angel's Snuffbox and Apple Seeds, and read by Literarian as Aziraphale, Crowley, and Madame Tracy. And Jupp as Narrator. Chapter 5 Tabletop With Crony's palm still on his lap, Aziraphale was finding it very difficult to focus. He didn't try to dislodge it, and neither did it look as if Crowley had any plans of removing it himself. It slid down further, tentatively stroking the side of his knee until it burned through the fabric of his trousers. The hitch in Aziraphale's breathing was sharp, so loud that neither of them could deny it. His unsteady gaze flicked up to Crowley, to his white and hesitant eyes, and his lips parted with uncertainty. Somewhere in the back of his mind he knew they really should be talking about this, that sooner or later one of them was going to have to bring up this sudden shift between them. But Aziraphale was not usually brave. He wasn't sure if he could be brave now. Instead, he spread his legs just a little wider, allowing Crowley's hand to slide up and claim his inner thigh. Well, now he really needed to talk. Aziraphale licked his lips, opened his mouth to speak. Don't happen to be dating someone, do you? Crowley made a surprised noise. Huh? What? It just occurred to me that I'd never asked. He trailed off on the last word, suddenly feeling ridiculous for asking. A nut. He shifted a tiny bit closer, pressing his knee to zero fields. Is that a problem? Depends. Depends on what? On how professional you still want me to be after this. Thankfully, Crowley's endearing laugh managed to break some of the tension growing up between them. He leaned in, his free hand coming up to cradle the back of Aziraphale's head and slightly running through the soft strands. Aziraphale found himself entranced by a pair of golden-brown eyes, drifting half-shut as they glanced down meaningfully at his mouth. Crowley spoke in a whisper. Not much, I'm afraid. How? Is that okay? Their breaths mingled warmly in the small space between their mouths. After a couple of seconds of silent blinking, Aziraphale nodded minutely. Good to know. It only took a slight tip of his chin to close the distance between them, and they were kissing, Crowley's lips unbearably soft and plump, moving carefully over his own. In slight tucks and naps, gentle slides and presses, Crowley used the hand on the back of his head to deepen the kiss, 
sending fluttering sensations all through him, and his mind turned to a deep quietness that was probably close to what the goal of the breathing exercise was supposed to have been. Aziraphale pulled him in with hands on his shoulders, almost clawing his way closer. A huff of laughter flew out from Crowley's nose, sweeping across his cheeks, and soon they were both smiling into the kiss, and Aziraphale was sure he'd never before been this warm. They were constantly shifting to each other's bodies, pressed up against the back of the sofa until it was no longer enough. Aziraphale wanted to be even closer, his lips parting so he could drink in the taste of Crowley's hot tongue. They were sinking, Aziraphale pulling Crowley down along with him until they leaned partially on the armrest, their legs intertwined, half sprawled out on the edge of the cushions and braced by Aziraphale's one sturdy foot planted on the carpet. He trailed his fingertips hungrily over the line of Crowley's shoulders, sculpted to perfection right down to the arm muscles left deliciously exposed by his tight vest. The need to be close and to touch consumed him so strongly he could hardly recognize himself. Crowley didn't seem to be faring any better. His lips moved with great urgency, his hand firmly cradling Aziraphale's jaw to keep him still. He groaned into the kiss, spurring Aziraphale to spread his legs in order to accommodate Crowley's lower half between them. What a blessing did Crowley's tight shorts turn out to be. He dipped his hips, brushing Aziraphale's tentatively and teasing at his growing bulge. The fleeting act elicited a sigh out of Aziraphale, his own hips rising to try to find friction again. Crowley smirked, soothing his pursed mouth with a nibble at his lower lip. Why don't you stay still for me, eh? Aziraphale shivered at the sound of his voice, much lower and huskier than his yoga voice. It felt like he'd unlocked something. He didn't know there were levels to the sinfulness that Crowley's voice could descend to. Aziraphale was sent into a heady state as Crowley knelt back and skimmed brazen fingertips down his sides, pausing only when they met his waistband. And I... Aziraphale nudged his foot into the back of Crowley's leg, rubbing down insistently until there was a grace of their clothed directions. Crowley let out a startled whine, biting his lip in a vain attempt to hold it back. Take it off, Aziraphale said, far more urgently than he'd intended. Crowley caught his lips again, tongue diving into his mouth as his hands pulled down on Aziraphale's waistband. He scrambled awkwardly over the leather surface, just as desperate to get Aziraphale's trousers off 
as he was to continue kissing him. In the end, Aziraphil curled in and helped him out, slipping them off past his knees, with Crowley twisting above him to make way. It ended up in a pool on the floor, some ways off from the sofa, and Aziraphil hurried to wrap his arms around Crowley's shoulders and pulled him closer. Emboldened, Crowley lowered himself completely, pressing his hardness to Aziraphil's equally aroused one. Deep moans slipped out of them in unison, momentarily breaking the slip and slide of their eager lips, only for Crowley to migrate his lips down to Aziraphil's chin and neck, sucking bruises from the pale and certainly yet-to-be-marked skin. Oh, God! Aziraphil gasped as he pushed his hips up to meet him. Crowley was quick to take hold of his thigh, gripping tightly into the flesh. He tread his lips down Aziraphil's torso, warm breaths fanning out over the sweat and fabric over his sternum. Aziraphil's chest heaved up and down with the force of his breathing, which turned shaky when Crowley hovered an inch above his groin, his mouth hanging open in an endearing mix of disbelief and wonderment. Crowley pushed Aziraphil's leg higher up by the knee, nearly bending him in half. Just need to do something real quick. Before Aziraphil could have a chance to speak, Crowley's mouth closed in on the inside of his thick thigh, opening up with glistening lips to lave his tongue over the smooth skin. Aziraphale let out a breathy moan, one arm thrown upwards to find purchase on the armrest behind him. Crowley was so beautiful, strands of his flaming red hair loosening up from his bun as a result of their activities, forming swirls as they stuck to his jaw with sweat, others brushing downwards, sweeping over and tickling his exposed skin and intensifying the build-up of desire in his core. He could hardly believe this was happening. He had never been so aroused in his life. Crowley grazed his teeth on his inner thigh, flicked his tongue and suckled lightly. His legs twitched in response, a startled gasp pulling out of him. Then Crowley lifted himself off him with a broad grin, dragging Aziraphale's leg in one hand and hooking it on the back of the sofa as he slithered his way back up Aziraphale's chest. Been wanting to do that since forever. What? Really? Really? Well then, at least I no longer have to feel guilty about the amount of times I've stared at your butts. Nah, you wouldn't want to know the amount of times I've stared at your butts. Aziraphale lifted a brow. Try me. If you insist. Crowley dove down for another kiss, their teeth clacking uncomfortably in the heat of it. 
He supported himself with his forearms braced on either side of Aziraphale's head, and Aziraphale's lower half was still spread out. He felt entirely exposed as Crowley lowered his hips again, rubbing their hardened members with heavy intent. Aziraphale met him with each movement, his palms digging into Crowley's hips, sliding down to cup his buttocks to press him even closer. They moved languidly, swaying and grinding, blooming tantalizing friction between their bodies. Aziraphale was heady with it, his pleasure cresting as he lifted his foot off the floor to curl it over the back of Crowley's leg. His eyes were burning, but fortunately he'd amassed a ton of practice and added endurance from his lessons with Crowley. He gave into a small, cheeky smile pressed against Crowley's mouth. What are you smiling about? Crowley's words were muffled by their ongoing kiss. Never hear. He was cut off when Crowley grinded down on him, pressing directly on his thinly clothed erection. Ah! He whined instead. Crowley repeated the movement, striking with precise undulations of his amazingly built body, and with further thrusts Aziraphale let go of the need to form words, now reduced to breathless moans and increasingly urgent hunting. Angel! Crowley's stuttering breath wove into the sensitive skin below his ear, making him shudder. Feel so good. Aziraphale could only squeeze his eyes shut and nod. Crowley, please. Yeah, I got you. Crowley kept moving down on him, driving him closer and closer to his feet. Let go for me, Angel. I'm here. Aziraphale trailed his hands up Crowley's back, sliding underneath his vest and rocking it up as he dug his fingernails in, feeling each minute shift of those stunning back muscles that had featured one too many times in his fantasies. And fantasies were all he thought they would ever amount to be. Those fantasies were starkly incomparable to the real thing. He was surrounded by the scent of exertion and precum, Crowley's arms and legs twining with his, catching him in, and his lithe body a welcome weight on top of him. But even more amazing was how they were still kissing. They would break off only when necessary to catch their breaths, only to dive back in more fervently. For each time Aziraphale expressed a need, he could feel Crowley reaching back with his own. It heightened all of his sensations, knowing how well he and Crowley simply worked together. He came with a long, drawn-out sigh 
that slipped into a mumble of Crowley's name, the heights of his pleasure turning him into a motionless lump on his old sofa, his underwear growing cold and sticky. It was almost like being in his twenties again. As he came down from his high, Crowley tucked his face into his neck, breathing deeply. For a moment, Maziraphale half expected him to say something like, Well done, which was usually how he ended their sessions. Instead, Crowley lifted himself up on one arm and shoved a hand down his front, pressing the heel of his palm to his groin, ragged pants escaping him. No, let me, Aziraphale said, touching his wrist. Crowley's lust-blown gaze flicked back up to his face. His skin was flushed, his lips kiss-bruised and alarmingly tempting. Aziraphale gave in to the urge to lean upwards to meet him, but the kiss rapidly turned less chaste when Aziraphale pushed down on Crowley's waistband with one hand and took the base of his cock with the other. Crowley moaned, hunching forward over Aziraphale, braced on his hands and knees as his eyes slammed shut. Aziraphale let out a giggle. Crowley opened one eye in confusion. What? I do believe you're in tabletop right now. <laughs> Crowley gaped and stammered indignantly, but his crankiness was speedily wiped off when Aziraphale pulled his hand down his length, and then Crowley was simply gobbling nonsensical sounds into his cheek. Aziraphale couldn't see him, but Crowley felt just as long and beautiful as the rest of him. He was sleeking at the tip, and Aziraphale swiped the fluid up the rest of his shaft. Crowley whimpered in his mouth, and he knew there wasn't much room for teasing anymore. His smile was lazy as he delivered decisive strokes, relishing the way that Crowley's kisses grew more uncoordinated the longer he went on. Angel, I'm close. I know you are, my dear. Steady on. I want to see you. Crowley reached his climax with a couple more strokes, gasping and shuddering into the curve of his neck. Aziraphale. His knees gave way as he spilled all over Aziraphale's stomach. He twisted over, collapsing into a folded heap by Aziraphale's side, pressed up against the back of the sofa. For the next few minutes, only the sounds of the heavy pants could be heard filling the room. Crowley curled up against him, his head resting on Aziraphale's shoulder, and Aziraphale reached out to tuck on a throw blanket he kept beside the couch, draping it over them. Warm puffs of air ghosted across his chest as Crowley's breathing gradually settled, 
while Aziraphale rhythmically swept his hand up and down his side. That was incredible, Crowley mumbled against Aziraphale's skin. Hmm, that was much more like moving meditation. My mind actually went quiet for a while there. Crowley chuckled softly. <laughs> if you like that, there's plenty of other things we could try. Put your new core strength to good use. If you'd like to do this again, that is. I mean, not just this, but, um, you know, other things. Maybe dinner. Zerophil pressed a tender kiss to the top of Crowley's head. I would love to do this again, and other things, like maybe dinner. Zerophil teased, smiling into Crowley's hair. I suppose I'll have to find a new yoga instructor. Yeah? Crowley asked proudly, tilting his head to look up at Zerophil. I'm really happy you're sticking with it. You've been doing so well. Of course I'm sticking with it. Aziraphale responded with mock indignation. I'm not saying I haven't thoroughly enjoyed watching you contort your body into impossible shapes in those skin-tight leggings of yours, but that wasn't my only reason for booking these lessons. Crowley's body vibrated against him as he laughed. <laughs> No, of course not. Perhaps I might even find someone who doesn't take so much pleasure in torturing me. <laughs> well, I was going to recommend my friend B, but if you think that what I put you through is torture, you haven't seen anything yet. They earned the nickname Beelzebub pretty early on when we were training together. I'm sure you're exaggerating. Oh, yeah? We'll see. Crowley raised his eyebrow and got that mischievous little glint in his eye that Aziraphale had come to recognize, which he had actually started to find mildly exhilarating. He cleared his throat and resumed sweeping his hand up and down over Crowley's side. Well, if you're not exaggerating, perhaps after my sessions... There might be something you could do to soothe my aching muscles. Crowley made an enthusiastic, intrigued sort of sound and propped himself up on his elbow. You feeling so anywhere now? He asked softly, gently massaging Aziraphale's shoulder. Aziraphale sighed contentedly. No, I feel wonderful. Yes, you do. I can't wait to teach you some of my favorite positions. You mean postures, don't you? <laughs> no, Angel. Crowley drawled, leaning down to kiss him one more time. I was absolutely right before. I'm going to have so much fun with you. The End